0: Welcome. Grab a seat, glass of wine, or shadow whiskey. Join in the conversation, but don't be surprised if you say, What she say? Thought my life was complete. No clue what I've been missing I swore the love I had was deep. Hey, 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 Sayers, what it do? Totally miss you guys, as always. Today's topic, I'm definitely wanting to dive into this one. I've put it off for quite a bit, but boundaries. How do we set them? Who do we set them for? And how do we stick with the consequences of these boundaries being broken? We need boundaries within our lives, not just for our relationship, but we need boundaries for our friends, coworkers, children, even our parents. When you have your own mindset of how you want to feel, your boundaries should be respected. But for starters, let's make sure we have some. So tell me something, Sayers. How do we set boundaries for our parents? Some people say, I couldn't dare talk to my parents any kind of way. In no way, shape, or form is setting boundaries for your parents something that has to be disrespectful. But some of us have those overbearing parents that push their dreams on us. Or that's just so high-end demand that... They forget that we're not little children anymore and that we're grown adults and we're allowed to make our own decisions. They forget that we have a clear thought process to be adults and do what we need to do for ourselves. Instead, they say things to us or they do things around us that makes us feel uncomfortable. You have every right to say, I don't like the way you talk to me, it makes me feel uncomfortable. And I'm now in a space where you're asking me what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. wrong. And continuously, we may touch back on this conversation and you still do it. If you're going to continue to talk to me like that, ma, I'm going to leave. Okay, dad, I'll catch up with you next time because I can't stick around when you talk to me this kind of way. If you continue to yell at me, I could yell back at you, but that's still not a healthy outcome. So my option is to leave. As an adult, I like to be respected as an adult now and know that I don't have to be talked to this way to be feel belittled or that I'm being reprimanded like I'm five. A lot of times our trauma as adults manifested from when we were children. We're still, as adults, trying to figure out why we feel the need of holding on to people because we don't want to feel abandoned. It could be something from our childhood that that trauma still sits with us. Now, we don't know how to set healthy boundaries within our relationship because we're still stuck on trauma from when we were children. So if the first step of trying to break that bondage of the trauma is respectfully putting your parents in their place to say, this is not okay anymore. I grew up like this long enough. I'm no longer in your house. I love you as my mother. I love you as my father. But to accept this demeaning or this belittlement, that's not something that I want to continue to sit here and eat off of. I don't need you to make me feel like you have to save everything for me. I don't need you to tell everybody about my business because you at a church function and you want to talk to your girlfriends. It's not okay. I prefer for our business to stay our business and leave it as that. But we have to at least acknowledge that something makes us uncomfortable. Statistics shows that 75% of the time when something makes us feel uncomfortable or someone makes us feel uncomfortable, it's because we haven't even opened up our mouths to even say, hey, this makes me feel uncomfortable. Instead, we keep our mouths closed, we don't acknowledge it, and now people are hurting us on a regular basis. They may or may not notice it, but at the same time, if you're not expressing yourself to say, this does not feel good, I don't like it, then the person will never know. Now, once you've acknowledged it and they still continue to treat treat you this way, that's when you escalate your boundary level to say, okay, I don't want to stick around to this. Because now that person is showing that they don't care. It's one thing when you don't care and you allow them to keep doing it. But it's another thing when you acknowledge it to them and they keep doing it. Because if you tell a person how you feel about something and they're not willing to make those changes or those alterations to not make you feel that way, then they don't care. Flat out, it's a form of disrespect. They don't care. If you tell someone, hey, when you slept me, that hurts. It makes me feel upset. I don't like that and they still slapping you around, they don't care about the way that you feel. They're not even attempting to try to change or edit the way that they're treating you for you to feel more valued and for you to feel more appreciated. You can love on yourself all day and we talk about self-love and how we treat ourselves, but realistically, we do care about the way that other people treat us too. How you allow them to treat you is all based upon you. It's three main things of your feelings, how people make you feel, how you feel about other people, and the actions that are taken after you feel away. What are you doing with your feelings? How are you controlling your environment to know what's a trigger for you and know that your feelings are being attacked? So, guys, today's episode definitely came from a letter from my inbox. Y'all know I'm always so humbly and grateful. Um, I got this letter from a guy this time, and I like when guys reach out to me because it lets me know that they are, as well, paying attention, whether it's paying attention to ways of improving their relationship with their women, with their guy, or just, period, understanding themselves as well as understanding women. So I like the feedback that I get from every angle. Um, But I noticed that when I personally don't respect my own boundaries, that I find myself being too loyal. As a Leo, that is a positive and a negative effect of how I feel about things. And I tend to be too loyal And there have definitely been times where my loyalty has kept me in some situations that common sense should have taken me out of. We stick to things or people too long, way beyond their time frame, even with them breaking boundaries. If I feel like you're lying to me, it could be something bigger. You could be cheating. I don't want to be in that situation to feel that way. So let's start off with, you're not lying. A simple thing. Some people can't do that. If that's a hard boundary for you to say, I don't like to be lied to. And if I catch you in a lie, then I'm gonna just distance myself because that's not something that I want around me. People will break your boundaries and people will test your limits just to see how serious you are about the consequences that you say that comes with those boundaries. And if you don't stick to them, You don't respect yourself and how you feel about it, so why should they? And that's how they treat you. As if your boundaries don't mean anything and they don't take your consequences seriously. So the letter that I got from this young man, we're going to call him Mike. So Mike stated that he's been dating this young lady for quite some time. He actually called her shorty. (laughs) But he said he's been dating this young lady for quite some time now and they've been escalating their relationship. But he stated that one thing that he noticed that was a boundary of his, that she absolutely broke and he did not like it, was that her temperament was not controllable. Stated that they were out at the restaurant having a nice time. They were leaving the restaurant and she was upset that her shoe got stuck in a grate or something of that sort coming out of the restaurant. Um, instead of allowing him to help her, she got so upset that she was stuck. She was scared that it was going to break. Now she's causing a scene and she's yelling and she's upset. Now, me personally, from both sides now, I do not play about my heels being damaged and especially if it's going to cause me to fall, but I'm not going to make a scene about it. Making a scene is something that is a hard boundary for me as well. If we can't talk about it minimally at a, a decent value to say, hey, a such touch faces back at this later. We're going to finish the night, enjoy the night, but I don't really like that. Let's talk about it later when we're in private. It's not so much of what other people think that are around us. It's the thing of how much class and how much respect you have for yourself to not draw that type of attention because the attention is coming in a negative way. So for you to be so loud, obnoxious, and now you're using profane language, drawing a scene, why why are we causing this type of embarrassment and a lower level of class for ourselves and for someone else? So for me, if we can't talk about it later, and then even when we talk about it later, we're not gonna be in a yelling match. Cause I I don't like to be yelled at. That's 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 another thing for me. I, I can't tolerate you yelling at me. But what Mike' issue was is that she went from zero to two thousand. He said, <laughs> um, really quickly, to the point that security was called. And my thing is that why do we have to go to that level of? Acting out when something doesn't go our way. But he his question was, so I really like her. After that, I also saw she did that same kind of scene another time that we were out at another event. So he stuck around for now two outbursts. And, but he really likes her. But yeah, he's still sticking around for these outbursts. It makes me question, what is it that you're not seeing that makes you uncomfortable? Because one, you're talking about it now. So obviously it made you uncomfortable. You didn't like when it happened. It made you feel uncomfortable. You expressed it to her that it made you feel uncomfortable. And she has done this. Scarily, I feel like it's going to be something continuously happening over time. You guys are still in the beginning stage. You've never seen her do these outbursts, but I feel like this is the underlining and showing you that it's a possibility that it's there. So is it really a boundary for you or, or is it something that you're willing to sweep underneath the rug because you feel like, oh, she's attractive. Oh, the these all these great things. There is definitely someone for everyone and there are definitely people out there that can fulfill all of your needs and respect your boundaries but are you really willing to sacrifice feeling uncomfortable and on edge not knowing that when you take her in public if she's going to act out why should that be something that's even a worry why are you worried about dag I can't take her in public because I don't know if she's going to act up that's not okay if you don't like for people to make outbursts and you don't like to be embarrassed and you don't like a scene, stick to it. Say it. Say, I'm gonna leave you there. We're gonna have to separate. This isn't gonna work for us because this is not something that I'm that I like and I'm gonna tolerate. We stay in situations for what we think are the cons. We're asking, you know, God for a sign and we're getting slapped in the face left and right with all these red flags and we ignore them for whether it be materialistic things, monetary things, or just to some sense kind of shallow of only worrying about a person's looks. Oh, she bad. She got nice fat ass and I can take her anywhere, but she dumb as bricks. If that's not something that you're attracted to or if it's something that you are not willing to accept, why are you settling? And it, it, it boils down to you settling just for an image when really you don't feel good. Now you have people in relationships long term or even made it to marriage. And you knew long ago that this person did these things or these red flags were there that you didn't like, but yet you still wanted to make it work and hold on. You're compromising your own happiness for for son, to make other people think that you're happy. Love yourself enough to know this is a boundary. I don't like it. This is a consequence if it continues to happen, and I'm gonna stick to it and be okay with being to myself because you can't respect or stick to my boundary. I love me more than being with you. Let out. Are you threatened by me? Are you threatened by my honesty? I will take the space to breathe. No, you won't mess with me. Who do you think you are? Cross the line and leave you with a scar You can't hang with who I'm with You don't have my permission I don't need your attention This is a warning I'll give you one, two, three Before the alarm rings This is a warning boundaries 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 the importance of it with no boundaries it's kind of like having sex with no condom It's not smart, sounds fun, but in the long run, you can definitely hurt yourself. Boundaries and setting them for people in your life is so crucial. Otherwise, people will continue to run over top of you. Some people call boundaries putting their foot down. When it comes to your children, some people call boundaries my rules. It's what I say, and that's how it's going to go. Kind of in a disciplinary way, but when it gets more close knit, like for your actual friends and for your relationship, boundaries are so important because you'll find yourself in situations where you clearly are showing that you don't respect or love yourself. Because a person that loves and respects their self won't allow but so much to happen. If they even let anything happen because they're not so much of one defense, but sure of themselves and how they want to be treated. And in the long run, boundaries are set to protect your feelings and protect you as a whole. Otherwise, anybody can be just willy nilly with how they treat you and not care. And they'll continue to not care because you don't even show that you care. So... Example, setting a boundary for friends. Hey, I know you tend to want to stop by, but I like my alone time. I'd appreciate it if you didn't just show up when you felt like it. Maybe I'm booed up. Maybe I just in a slump and I want to be to myself. Maybe I just want to breathe and I'm okay with being by myself. But if you keep showing up to my house, there's a good chance I'm going to leave you outside knocking. You set a boundary I don't like when you come to my house. It makes me feel uncomfortable. You say, hey, I don't want you to do that or I'm going to leave you on the doorstep. It's your consequence. But when you turn around and you allow people to continue to do it and you don't stick with your consequence, one, they don't take you serious. Two, they don't respect you to, to think that that's what you really want. And then three, you just forget all about it and just continue to let it go but why are you letting it go if it makes you uncomfortable? You acknowledge something, you say what the consequences for making you feel this way, and you stick to it. A lot of times we hold on to friendships too long because we don't know how to cut people off when when they make us feel a way that's uncomfortable or they disturb boundaries. You have to stick to what you say. If that's what you say, how you feel, and you don't want it to happen, then it shouldn't happen. Shut it down early on by sticking to your consequences. Sayers, sayers. Thank you guys so much continuously for the feedback. Oh, I totally appreciate it. Shout out to everybody on my Instagram, all my Instagram followers over at my underscore talking heart. That's M-Y underscore T-A-L-K-I-N-G. H-E-A-R-T, my underscore talking heart. The Instagram page is definitely building as well as my followers. So I thank you guys so much, as well as everybody that shoot me an email, giving me feedback, sending me questions, giving me topic options. The email, if you want to reach me that way, is my talking heart. 2017 at gmail.com. Definitely a great avenue. That's usually where I get all my letters from that I speak on during the episodes. And then I even get text messages, which is weird sometimes, but it's cool. And the number there is 346-306-1010. I thank you guys again, humbly from the bottom of my heart for all the feedback and sticking it out with me. Thanks so much. You know what I say. The heart is always listening. Just say it. So setting boundaries for friends can be a a tricky thing because we feel like we hold on to a loyalty to a person and we don't want to just give up on the friendship. But again, as we grow and we evolve more as individuals, we learn more, we should definitely be acting on the information that we're learning. Whether it's a better way to self-love on ourselves, how to treat and talk to other people, and how we allow other people to treat and talk to us, you should always be growing. And sometimes within friendships, we miss the mark because we stay stuck with them or we're pulling other people back. To have a friend that's growing and maturing and trying to share information with you to have you to grow and you're not willing to do the same thing. I think we talked about this back some episodes back where sometimes you have to leave people on the curb and you have to set that boundary to say, hey, listen, I'm trying to network more. I'm trying to build myself more. I'm trying to engage with these type of people. But yet you have a friend from your past that wants to stick to the old ways. They want to be obnoxious. They want to be, you know, loud. And they want to, they want things to stay the same. So you have to make the decision of, do I let you know? I don't want to stay the same. And if we can't level up together, then I'm going to have to leave you behind. Some people take that for a joke. But when you put that out in the atmosphere and you say, Hey, this is really what I want. Again, you don't say the word boundary in it, but you're expressing yourself. Your consequence is what, where the, the end result lays because you can say, Hey, I'm trying to elevate. I'm trying to grow. I want to do these new things. I'm around these new people. And I know you don't like when I bring new friends around, but these people are adding value to where I'm trying to grow to. If we can't build together as well too and be on that same page, then I'm going to have to leave you behind. Or you're going to see less of me, less and lesser of me. The person is either going to do one of two things. They're going to respect it and try to elevate with you. They're going to talk negatively about you and think that, unfortunately, the quote-unquote favorite line, you're acting funny. Why is loving on myself and appreciating me acting funny for you. Not everybody want to see you grow. Not everybody want to see you push forward. So the first defense statement that they can say is you're acting funny. That lets you know where that friendship is going to go. It's not because if anything, they should say, wow, I see how you're growing. What, what, What exactly are you looking into? What exactly did you read up on or how do you feel like you're elevating? Tell me more. Tell me something different or what you're doing different or learning different that maybe I can click on to as well. Let's continue to grow together as friends so that we can continue to stay around each other. And Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying do this just so that you can stay with a particular friend because if your mindset really is not about growing, then don't force yourself to do something that you're not ready to do because you're not going to stick to it. and at the end, you're going to still turn around and still be negative about it. So Don't force yourself to do something that you're not ready to do and don't force other people either. That can be really, really hard. I lost a good friend, uh, years of friendship because we just weren't on the same page anymore. I had to set a boundary and let her know I can't listen to you complain about your same issues over and over again. At some point, when are we going to combine our minds together as smart, intelligent women and say, this is what we can do to solve this issue so that it doesn't repeat again. Let's evaluate the situation so we can know what happened and what didn't happen so that we cannot have to repeat it again. But when you're close enough as friends and then you're continuously hearing a person complain about something after a while, it feels like your issue. And if we can't solve it together because you keep bringing it to me, then don't bring it to me at all because I can't be your yes man and just listen to you complain about it over and over again without us both trying to work on it together and see how we can do better individually and know that. Dag, you really are my girl. I really can depend on you to help me to think things through. Get a clearer mind and know that I don't have to stay in the same situation. And what I'm, you know, possibly not doing right. Humbling yourself to receive that type of honesty from a person is, is, is it's uplifting, but at the same time, it's also a step of growth. And a lot of times we have to leave friends behind and stick to it if they're not going to grow with us. It also falls into a friendship that builds into a relationship. If I'm telling you that, hey, hard boundary of mine, we live together. You don't come home at night. You don't work overnight. That's not okay. If you can't come home, then there is no need for us to have a home together. You want to be back in the bachelor mode and do your own thing by all means. But respect within the relationship and respect for my feelings. If you don't work overnight, you should be home. Why is it okay for you to continuously hang out all the time? We definitely need our need space to grow individually and be okay with that. But if we live together, why are we sleeping two different places when it doesn't involve work? Same thing, a tone, how people talk to you, how you allow them to talk to you. It starts off early on and there, the signs are there. We ignore red flags within relationships and say, oh, my feelings are so hurt. This person doesn't respect me. But when did you acknowledge your boundary of that's not okay for you and stop it from continuously happening? Until we stand up for ourselves and say something, the person will never know. They're not a mind reader. But then you have people who flat out don't care and they know what your past is. They know what you've been through and they still choose to repeat that same pattern. Oh, you let this happen all the time. You let people get away with this all the time. No. Boundaries are going to be your saving grace from all situations. I have a friend that is trying her best to set boundaries with her son he shows up at her house with his child and will leave the child while he goes and hang out. The child's mother comes to pick up the child on Sunday, all to find that the guy's not there because he didn't stay out and the baby didn't stay with her. Practically the whole weekend, he ain't spent no time with the baby more no more than a couple hours after the mother dropped him off set a boundary. Tell him he can't keep dropping the baby off to you. It's one thing, yes, you enjoy your grandchild. And you want to spend time with your grandchild, but it's not okay for your son to keep dropping the baby off and then gone. Now you're dealing with attitude from the child's mother because she wants to know where's he. Don't get into the midst of their drama of where he's staying at, who he with, but when it comes to you and your feelings and your time, you raised your child. Your child moved out. You have an empty nest. Enjoy the time by yourself. As parents, once our children are gone, we don't know what to do with ourselves. At times, I get lost too. <laughs> Having my kid gone in college in another state is different, but I love the space. I love knowing that... I can make my own decisions. I can have company when it is that I want to. And I can be the perfect introverted extrovert when I want to and have my own space. Working on you is not just something you say with a hashtag. It's really doing the real work of analyzing what makes you feel good, what doesn't. What do you like to do? And you should be able to have that time and that space to do that. Not allowing your children to break your boundaries Of just stopping by when they want to and using the fact that, oh, Grammy wants to spend time with you. No, Grammy wants to be by herself. (laughs) So, again, boundaries for our children, boundaries for our parents, our friends, our lovers, and coworkers. When you don't want to be bothered, you shouldn't have to be bothered. We can be neutral and we can be respectful while we're on the clock. But I'm not obligated to participate in non-work events with you. I'm not obligated to be your friend on Instagram. And I'm not obligated to hear you bicker or the cackling back and forth between other coworkers. I'm not obligated to do those things. I can separate myself and that's what I choose to do. I don't have to be forced to do something that I don't want to do. This is boundary of mine. I don't mix work friends outside of work. So if we can be friends here. That'll be great. We can be cordial on the clock. But after work, hard boundary. I, I, I can't do it. Stick to it. Don't let someone all of a sudden, oh, what's your Facebook name? What? No, no, I don't have that. Don't look me up. No, and be okay that they're going to be offended that you don't want to be their friend outside of work we can be cordial and we can get this work done what we show up for and get this paycheck and even we show up for and we love what we do and we can love what we do and be a great team be a team players at work on the clock but if I say I don't want to be your friend outside of work that's what I choose we can't let people break our boundaries and make us feel bad about it. The whole point of the boundary is because it makes me feel some type of way. So basically, fuck my feelings because yours is more important. Negative, negative, Negative. set your boundary, give it consequences and stick to the consequences. Otherwise you'll find yourself with all your grandchildren Fussing at your parents, friends that don't benefit you in any type of growth, a relationship that's shitty, and co-workers that pop up at your house. (laughs) Set your boundaries, guys.